June 12th, 2013, it's a lot from Pedro's show. Thank you. 
Show. Hey, Brother Matt, how are you? Excellent, excellent. Back at the Love Grotto, we, uh, last week you got your hands all tied up, right? Yeah, it was a hectic home stretch, handled graduation. Um, then uh, we did we had a great year and then was rewarded by having my hours and pay cut by a third. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> good job. What a bunch of dicks. Yeah, so now it's half of what I was making like four years ago with the previous round. Yeah. And you graduated a bunch this time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, almost 40. Oh, man. These so dicks. I got another year out of it, but I don't know how many more. Right, right. <laughs> well, coming from me, man, I think you're happening for the town and our... Uh, People want to get educated. I can't understand Thank that you. line of thinking from them, but I'm just glad you put your heart and soul into it, and it shows with the results. Thank you. Them clowns, you know, you know, obviously got what's supposed to be the thinking part buried up to their shoulders somewhere. Yeah, the the clown part is running the show. <laughs> but it was nice way to end the, <laughs> it was a nice way to end the uh, semester yeah. going to see the Stooges on Saturday. That oh was, right, a couple of days yeah, later, yeah, right? It was a good, good time. Uh, Queen Mary. Yeah. In fact, this time we were right in front of the boat. Yeah, it was a cool setup. It's a little too late for my mom. My mom was going to come. Oh shit! I should say uh, uh, what we play. Uh, started off with John Coltrane doing Exotica, an alternate take, and then Sawako doing <laughs> SEOO2 Dream 023. Sawako. Brother Matt, I should uh, introduce for our listeners uh, our guest for this week, making the hell ride to Pedro. Uh, Kathy Pello. Welcome. Hey guys. Thanks for uh, coming to the Love Grotto. Love coming to the grotto. <laughs> right. Welcome. You see right up there? Yeah. Love the love grotto. <laughs> That's if you forget. It glows in the dark, too. Right on. Uh, so uh, you went to the gig, and you got there just what? These dirt bombs right right in time up. for dirt bombs. We took a little water taxi trip over because the parking lot was full of car show, and the dome oh, was full right. of car show. Checked out the dome with uh, inside the dome with Dale. Brother Dale, that was cool, oh, right? Him. So it wasn't um, just tattoos; it was cars too. Yeah, yeah. I think there was even a stripper and pole dancer section too. But uh, yeah, so it was a little something for everybody. Wild cars going into Queen Mary was like going in a beehive because there was like three or four levels of tattooing going on inside and the all, boat. Yeah, so there were like hundreds of people getting tatted up. So just the the, wow. the, the grinding of the buzzsaw sound <laughs> <laughs> Wash this out of your life. Oh, speaking of which, I saw Hank there. He was, in fact, I saw him stage port when we were playing, dude. He grew out his hair a little bit. Uh, yeah, I heard he was in Pedro the other day, uh, uh, down at... Uh, he was. You know what? He was filming at the old city building upstairs uh, where the bars are, huh? Yeah, okay. The jails are? Yeah, top floor. Yeah. Some kind of history thing he's doing, some documentary, he told me. And uh, maybe about... Before we were part of Los Angeles mm. in our own town, that's yeah, when yeah. that building comes uh -huh. along. 
Although there used to be an old city hall that's gone with that. that yeah, was yeah, old dome place right next door to that place, huh? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. I heard he was at Badfish. He popped into Badfish. He went into Badfish. Yeah. That's on 6th Street, people. Yeah. That's got some uh, records. and. Yeah, it's a cool place. What else they sell? Uh, lots of cool shirts. Do they sell uh, fish? Uh, I think they, they used, used to. to. Yeah, yeah, when it first <laughs> opened. But they got the cool uh, shirts. Like if you need a Minuteman shirt and didn't know where to get it, you go there. They usually got them. <laughs> Let's get on to our guests here. Sorry to freeze you out. You've got to catch up. Brother Matt has been so busy. I've had to do a lot of shows without him this year. Ah. But, uh, yeah, I've always wanted John to show. Uh, we got, okay, we got a bunch of music she gave me from her label, okay. But uh, I know these first three bands we're going to play because I've gotten to play with them. And uh, so you don't have to tell me a lot about them. Uh, uh, it's a, and so I watch you from afar out of BC Shake Terramelos.
with big things do remarkable from uh and so i watch you from afar that's rory belfast they came to my gig in in february with uh, the italian guys sonia de my uh they gave me a, sp a song too called spider box he want me to put spiel on i have to do that i really want to get to be part of their next album a lot of these bands are instrumental bands mm. Out of BC Shank. Out of BC Shank. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, both, both, both are Irish bands are instrumental. Well, and So I Watch You From Afar's new album has vocals on it, but they're yeah. still, it's mainly still this real instrumental. Big, yeah. epic. Okay. A lot so of riffs. They want me on one, one called Spider Box, so I got to do that when I come back from uh, this tour leg with Stooges. Right on. And then we heard Out uh, of BC Shank with Massa. I think Massa is the name of the sound man that both uh, them and I shared. Yeah. Yeah. Masayuki. Yep. He's a great cat. Yeah. My age. bands always name songs after, like, tour managers. Uh, yeah. Russian Circles have a song called Miladic, which is named after their dri their driver and tour manager yeah, out of Europe. Man, Thomas, <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you know, you gotta give back to the people who take care of you. Yeah. Miladic. Mm hmm Yeah, I see that, because you picked that, in fact, but that's later. Yeah. And then finally, we heard Sunburn by Tara Melos. Uh, actually, they, they, they have a brand new album. X'd Out, yeah. Yeah, X'd Out. I brought you a copy on CD, too, because uh, I know you like the well, old they gave, Yeah, they, they gave it to me. I've been okay, playing, good. Uh, maybe this is the fifth, sixth song I've played from. I really like it. Uh, I guess they made it a few months ago. It came out. Yeah, uh, it came out. And then they did a big Damn, I never remember our tour. own release dates. Yeah, they just did a really crazy tour, that headline yeah. tour that sold out every like every show was sold out. And that that was with This Town Needs Guns with them for their their first full US tour. So it was real fun for Sergeant House too because we love both those bands and the shows were amazing and both their new albums are great. Uh, you've been working with we should start from the beginning about the label. Mm. Well, I mean, Sergeant House, what's different about us is I actually am a manager and I started becoming, uh, I became a label because I, 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 I like developing bands. I also like weirdo bands and um, it got to the point where it was just like no one would even, I couldn't even get a record label to put out the bands I like. Like Terramelos, you know, it's like Maps and Alice's, all my early bands. It wasn't like, easy to get a record label and then it also just got to the point where it's so much better to to put out the records with the artist when I have such a great respect for them and we have a mutual respect I love being creative and how to market and you know promote the bands but I also just have such an incredible respect for their aesthetic and how they want to be you know their music and I don't get involved in like changing them I get involved in loving them the way they are and then putting it out so I just accidentally really started putting out so the record from the management side yeah I mean I started managing bands and you know signed them to labels or signed bands as a manager yeah. that were on labels and got so frustrated because there was just so much bullshit and so bureaucracy you, you want to yeah cut out all that crap yeah it's like why do we need to keep asking permission to do stuff and like yeah. Well, let's just control our art and like let's do interesting new things and modern things and and not be caught up in in record sales only. You know, like I, I'm more concerned with my bands touring the world and and make be, being able to 
grow a fan base and make a living as musicians than individual record sales. So yeah. I don't give a shit. If I have a new artist, I don't expect people like, oh, you're going to try this artist by buying a nine ninety nine record. It's like, here, take some music for free, you know, check it out. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's very, very different kind of way of dealing with the new reality, which is just, you know, and I... I like to think I pick really interesting and good and unique bands and it's starting to, you know, really work because we just keep, you know, we're very consistent in like picking interesting stuff and stuff that is emerging that people are like, where the fuck did this band come from? Yeah. Which I love, you know? Sure, it's beautiful. Yeah. The old reality, how did you get into management? I, uh, <clears throat> I've always actually been a manager. I just used to work in, I was a producer and, and worked in film. And I owned a company called New York Office, and I represented, you know, writers and directors, cinematographers, and, you know, movies and Ooh. television and music videos and commercials. And um, so I always represented artists. Um, and then I started a TV show because I always loved music. So I started a music television show um, when I moved out here. And I just wanted to feature all these amazing bands that I'd hear that and, and directors who were making great videos but MTV wasn't playing anything good, you know. It was so I made Refuse TV, and every time I'd feature an unsigned band, which I'd do every month, I'd say, "Wow, you know, like you're so much better than the bands that labels are sending me to, like, you know, check out to put on the show." Yeah. And I Kill Radio was this young band I really thought was amazing. They they were like a young clash to me, political great grooves, amazing frontman, kids. And I just said, why don't you let me help you? And so by accident, I sort of managed them. I signed them to Columbia Records and then realized, wow, that's the worst thing you can do to a band is like to take a band with a voice or a statement to make and then sign them to a major where they don't get it. Not to bash majors, but it was a great education. And that was the beginning of where I realized I'd really like to be able to have the control over how a record gets put out. And that's, um, then I started working with Rx Bandits, who I'd met, and I'd always thought was a really great band, but really misunderstood, and everyone thought they were like a ska band on drive through and they had, by that time, had become such a progressive, incredible musicianship band. And um, I got them off drive through and put out their record, at, like, again, as a manager, not as a label, to help them put it out the way they wanted it. And it just did so much better <laughs> than them being on a label, and they finally got to make some money from their own music, and that's how it started. Rx Bandits. I played them on the show before. Yeah, I mean... We got some... Not Sunburn, Sunbather. We got some other stuff here. Sunbather is um, is is the title track off of a band that I only manage, um, which is only... Bor Boris is... I'm a label for Boris, and I don't manage them. I, you know, Tadashi, who's my partner in Japan... You know, you must know Tadashi. He, he does Disc Union, Stiff Slap, I mean, uh, uh, Daymare Records. He's Boris's manager, and, and um, we put out their records for them lately. And uh, Death Heaven is a band I fell so in love with that I gave up my... I, I made an exception in this rule that I would manage this band, even though they were, they're on Death Wish, which those guys are great props. Um... But that's, oh, so this record ain't on your label. This is the Sergeant House is a management company. We just happen to put out all those records except this one. Okay. <laughs> but this band is, is is a band that I absolutely love, and it's part of the Sergeant House. That's our vibe, man. We we find stuff that's great, and 
we made it, they were so good. We made an exception and, or I did and said, I want to manage you anyway, even though you're a bunch of broke ass fuckers who play really heavy music. I love you. So that's what I did. And this record's doing incredible right now. It came out yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah. It's okay, already like cool. crazy.
Song, yeah. That's Lar from Out of BC Shank. Is that right? Drums. Because he's playing drums, right? Yeah, you're gonna like yeah, that. I did one of his songs. Super heavy bass. Oh wow! I think he just did a tour with them too. Yeah, and there's no Europe. guitar, just bass and synths and, and drums, drums, right? Yeah. And vocals. Uh, we started off with Def Heaven doing Sunbather, and then Zorch doing This Is the Way It Goes, and then Shadows. That's marriage. My name, Emma. Emma Ruth. Rundle, and then spill, No Spill Blood with No Retreat, and finally Solid Gold with Milets. That's Henry, right? Yep, Solid Gold, Majesty Henry. Machine. Henry's like 18 years old or something oh. and can play like a motherfucker. Wow. Yeah. Guy, you wouldn't even know. He's my, he's my, my teen prodigy. He's incredible. Guys, Every day I see him. All in. these cats can play, though, and all these bands, they all got their own styles. It's my thing. I, I really like it, but uh, yeah, it'd be cool if you could... Uh, Tell people about these guys. Yeah, first Henry and Milets. Henry is from Indiana, and uh, I met him, funnily enough, it's like he sent me an email trying to, he was only 16, so he sent me an email asking if I could help him get into a Tara Mellis Maps Analysis show. Like, and, and, a guest list. Not guest list, because it was 18 enough, and he couldn't get in. Oh. And, uh... And just out of curiosity, I clicked on his little Bandcamp link. Like, he wasn't even asking me to listen to the music, and I was blown away. And I wrote to him, I was like, how can you be, the, you know, what's this story? You need to stay in touch with me. And then he hit me up when he was 17, and he sent me, and he had done two new EPs that he just recorded by himself, everything by himself. Wow. 
and it blew my mind. And I said, yeah, you need to just get on a plane, dude. And he's, I'm so proud of him. He's going on tour with him, so I watch you from So is My Lips a real band, or is it just a monkeyer for him? No, it, it's his moniker, but he, he plays, he sings and loops everything. You know, yeah. he's a live looper, so amazing no, guitar player. That's his whole band. There is no He makes every that. single instrument, wow. yeah. He's amazing. Like cat power. He's Although amazing. she's got a band. She has a band when she tours. Now. Yeah, my friend one, one Nico Turner's playing, in that. Uh, piano, keyboard, but the rest are all ladies. Yeah, it's Nico super. Turner is one of my friends is in that band. She's the Cat Power she came great. by the Houston gig. They missed it. They couldn't get in on time, but at the mm, very end mm, they came. And yeah. All their band people are beautiful. Yeah. Before she had Judah and Jim White, yeah, and yeah. they were great yeah. too. Yeah, I'm a big, you know me, it's like I love players. Like, you know, I feel like you have so many different styles bands. You know, what's well, the genre? It's like great musicians. But you know what? I come you know? from the SST thing, and we never had a label sound. Every band had their own yeah, sound. Yeah, exactly. That. That's what I like. It's like, so, so tell us I, about, I don't need 10 uh, of the same No band. Spill Blood. Where are they from? No Spill Blood are also from Ireland. They're from Dublin. And it's Lar from oh, right. Adabisi Shank, which is so, it's of course... It's a guitar man. This guy's incredible. He does loops and he plays and drums too. in this shit. And it was crazy because... He's really young, too. Yeah. It's, he's, he's a phenomenal. He just... 25 He just did a tour with Fang Island in Europe, No Spill Blood, and he was playing bass in, no, in Fang Island. Then he played drums in No Spill Blood, and he plays guitar like a motherfucker in wow, Adabisi Shank. Wow. He's so incredible. Which I think they're almost... Are they done with the new album? They Nick are supposedly... Them. Vin says supposedly that they're close. I can't wait to hear Vin it. He burned himself, right? He dropped a candle or some shit. Did he? I didn't hear about that. Yeah, big old paraffin burn or something. Wow. Oh. Those are bad, like their flesh hanging off when I was yeah. there in March. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's extremely What can you talented. tell me about... So, it, actually, though, it ain't Lars' band. Lars helping these cats out, right? Well, no, it is now. It's the three guys. It's Lar and um, Rudin, who are who are in other bands, um, and Matt Hedigan, who sings and plays bass. And, again, it has no guitar, and it's just really heavy yeah. bass, synth, and, 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 and drum. Not dance music. No, not at no. all. No, it's it's not Stuff at all. I played at a beat. No Spill Blood? No. I mean, it's has it's just... Fucking awesome! It's it's, it's hard, you know just I listen. It's and not then disco um, rave, no, yeah, not that. Yeah. But I, th- I thought it was. Heavy. I saw. I met them by accident simply because um, Lar didn't even tell me about it because he thought, oh, she, you know, I'm not going to ask her, bug her. You know, it's a brand new thing. They played their first show. Someone filmed a video, put it up, and I was like, Lar, excuse me, what the hell is this, and why don't I get it? And yeah, he's like, oh, that's so why I put I up there. Was helping out. Yeah, there so, was a lack to. Like Mick didn't want to be touring at the time. Yeah, Lars it's a like musical guy. He's got to go, got to go. Yeah, and you I can't. Think the music store job ended for him, so he just yeah, wanted to keep yeah. playing. I mean, that's like you know the same as like you know Omar. Omar is like he All he right. can't not be making music. So if he's in a band with people who want to have a year off between touring, he he just goes and keeps making music. Lars the same, you know. Yeah. He doesn't take a break. Look, we, we got to take a break because we're at the end of the first hour of the Watt for Pedro show, June twelfth. 2013. Oh, it's Case B Day. Oh, hey. 5-2. Happy birthday. Happy B Day, K. Uh, hold tight for hour two with our guest, Kath. June 12, 2013. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
Live from Pedro's show. Start off the second hour with more Sergeant House music. Sergeant House show. <laughs> really mad with her guests. Yeah. You know I love to take over shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we started off with Galaxians by Boris. Then Bruce Lee from Indian Handcrafts. Flatlands from Chelsea Wolfe after that. And finally, Mother Father Set Us Free from Bosnian Rainbows. Now, before we learn about these bands, I want to know about two of the other bands from the last hour that I didn't get to because we ran out of time. One of them was called Emma Ruth Rundle, who I guess was from a band called the Red... Red Sparrows, Red yeah. Sparrows. Emma, Emma, I'm extremely excited about. Emma's in three bands now of mine, um, which is... I met her when she joined Red Sparrows. She's a guitar player. And then her and Greg from Red Sparrows, bass man... Um, created marriages which is a band that's incredible we put out an ep of them they're going to be recording a new album and um now emma's doing a solo record so the the track i gave you is actually a special track it's a classroom session where it was marriages playing a song that is actually an emma ruth rundle solo song Glassroom is where we do these acoustic sessions at my house. It's a beautiful glassroom, and we've had so many amazing performances there. So we did a glassroom session where they came in and they played a jam acoustic, which was possibly going to be a marriages song, but it's really so much more of an Emma solo song, so that's going to end up being on her record. But that was marriages playing, playing the music with her. But they are not an acoustic band. They're actually going on tour with Deaf Heaven. They're more in, this, in, in the vein of... Emma sings. It's amazing. It's a great band. Marriages is so worth checking out. And I've played Red Sparrows before. They both were. Yeah, Red band. Sparrows is a fantastic instrumental instrumental band. And then Zorch. Zorch, I'm super excited about. Zorch is a new band to Sergeant House. They're a two-piece out of Texas. Originally, you know, one of them's from Canada, and they met in Boston or something, and they both ended up in Austin. These guys are incredible. I met them also. The first time we came across them really was Terramelos again, where we were looking for bands to play with Terramelos, and all the promoters were like, you got to get that band Zorch. And then I listened to a couple of tracks. I was like, wow, they sound really great. They played with Terramelos. Terramelos called me and said, that band rules. Like, they're fantastic. So I kept my eye on them. They didn't have a record. They just had some, like, you know, kind of rough-sounding demos and stuff that they had put up on Bandcamp, but they hadn't put out a record. Then I saw them with my own eyes live, and I just was so stoked. And they sent me... They still didn't have an album. Then they finally just... One day I got an email that said, Hey, you know, here's our album. Will you take a listen? And it blew my mind, and I signed them that, like, that day. It was... I called them and said, Please. So that album comes out July 23rd. They're incredible. It's a drummer. He drums... And he sings, and then um, Zach plays synths, keys, guitar, and sings, and they it, it's insane to see. They just Nobody's do so bass. much. Nobody's on bass. Nobody well, bass, a lot of... The bass. Yeah, man, you know. <laughs> okay. No one can afford or the bass. Or lonely kick drum. <clears throat> or just a lot. So like Lars God. got it in his... Uh, What's it called? He's no only blood. got bass. Yeah, no spilled blood. No it's spilled only bass. Blood. Yeah, they have no guitar. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. fitting. Yeah. Okay, so that's about them, man. Then about the stuff we played on the second hour. Now I've played Boris before. Well, Boris, you and know, I might have played this tune, but they got different versions of this shit. They're crazy. They, right? They're they crazy. Even called their album the same name, Heavy Rocks, Heavy Rocks. Yeah. 
Boris guys go and name their album. I think they've done that a couple. It's times. really funny dealing with Boris because we get these, you know, we'll get these emails about like Boris records or Boris ideas, and it's just like we want to put out two exactly totally opposite records. One's going to be named the same. One, the Heavy Rocks is going to be the Heavy Record, and it's exactly the same name, but it's the new Heavy Rocks. And on the same day, we want to release the first record we're doing. That's like. A dance record, you know, and it was like, but you know, that's the kind of shit I love. Do with their spelling, right? If it's a little b, yeah, they don't like a, you can't all cap them yeah. or a little b. It's like if there's a, they have all sorts of strange code, right. but they, they're, they're amazing. Experimental, I think they do the little b exactly. But if it's rock and roll, it's, hard rock, then, then it can be a capital b. So, <laughs> but with the, all this like art. Looks like it came from a Yes album. Yeah, <laughs> Boris. So yeah, bell bottoms and shit. Yeah, <laughs> Boris. Funny. Boris are incredible players. Like I got to interview Atsuo. Yeah, in in Atlanta, Georgia, and he told me they started as a hardcore band in the nineties, early nineties. He was the singer, and then he told me the drummer quit, and so okay, I'll do drum. I said, well, where'd you learn the drums? He goes, well, I was watching Iggy dance. I said, what? I said, yeah. I learned drums. That's how he wow. says he learned drums. <laughs> Watching this Iggy. guy plays with the fucking... He's amazing. Five-foot gong behind him. You yeah. Know, and oh, yeah. With the headset yeah. on. He's hollering with this... Yeah, he's... Because he's the singer man, the bass man. I think anything goes. Yeah. He wants to... I love Boris. We just put out a seven-inch split that they did with the Sobi Sexu, but they're working on some new albums, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they were... A couple uh, of them. What they were doing um, this last tour was they were doing two nights in each city, and they were playing, like, all time, you know, classic Boris, because they have, like, a, like 50 releases, yeah. you know? Yeah. They've been a band for a long time. Yeah. But anyway, they... Uh, Takeshi, too. I mean, yeah. they, they all look... They all look exactly the same. A huge catalog. Uh, no, Joe you know. Baez is... Uh, Guitar player for Saccharin Trust. He goes way back. Mm-hmm. He's taught himself guitar 27. I think they're 003. Yeah. Or 004 with SST way back. Uh, he didn't even know who they were. He just heard about it. This is a guy who ended up transcribing Charlie Parker solos and stuff. And I, I saw him there. I was like, hey, Joe Biza. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I heard about this band. They're supposed to be interesting, right? <laughs> you know, he's in his 60s. I love it. Uh, but, yeah, uh, he enjoyed it big time. I and mean, he had no idea about him. Yeah. That's... He's like from the old days, so if he hears about something, he'll just go check it out just like that. That's awesome. And I was trippy seeing him there, but yeah. it made a lot of sense. Uh, Indian Handcrafts, I don't know them. Oh, my God. I love that band. Well, what's your story? Same thing. Two-piece, Canada. No bass. Guitar and drums. Both of them sing, and they're insane. They're Canadians. Okay. You, you should listen to it. The guys from, the, from Melvin's are on the record, too. Like, it's very... Uh, really heavy. Great riffs. Really... Um, How'd you meet them? A friend of mine was... was it was funny, because it was a friend of mine from Canada who was... Uh, who hadn't been managing for had never actually w- used to work at Warner Brothers. And I knew her from back in the day, and she hit me up on Facebook and like out of the blue, she sort of had dropped out of the music business. And all of a sudden, she hits me up on Facebook and she sends me a link to a video and goes, "Hey, check out this band I'm managing." And I got that dreaded like, "Oh God, 
I love her. She's so great. I really don't want to bum her out, but man, I, you know, like when your friend's kind of out of this, Hey, check out my demos. And you're like, Oh God. So I was petrified to, to watch it. Cause I was like, I know it's going to suck. And then I got to come up with some, you know, nice way when it's impossible for me to like lie to say like, Oh, that's great, Jen, you know? And I literally pressed play and went, oh, my God. And I wrote to her and I said, Jen, how do I get this band from you? Wow. <laughs> what part are they from? They're from Barrie, Barrie, Alcona Beach, Canada, next to Toronto, you know, Barrie. And they're like great Ontario. guys. One of them, you know, and they are Indians. One, one of them is. And it's like, yeah, Indian handcrafts. It's just fucking great. And Toshi Kasai, who does, you know, was in big business and mm-hmm. does Melvin's. And he did the record. He's perfect for the record. Dale, Dale and Cody played on it. Huh? Omar's singer buddy, Cedric, uh-huh. was part of this project. I didn't even know. This guy named Christian played guitar. Remember we had, we had Christian? Yeah, you did it oh, everywhere yeah. or anywhere? Or anywhere. Anywhere, yeah. Yeah, he says, hey, why don't you play really bass? Good, yeah. I, I, I did this and this guy mm-hmm. played drums. Yeah. And I found out later with Cedric. I yeah. didn't even know. Yeah. I like that. It's, I think that thing's on. Cedric's working on, um, has a new... Uh, band with Juan, bassman from. Well, I heard it's kind of mellow. Yeah, well, I haven't heard it yet. That's what but somebody was telling me. It's yeah. mellow. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even but. know, but Toshi was the guy who ended up mixing that. Thing. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> I love Toshi. Toshi's great. He's done you know, a lot I, of stuff for me. I just did it to a favor for Christian. He's such a yeah. sweet guy. He's yeah. Such hustle, you know. Yeah. His story came out from Florida. Some of these guys. I know they go the way they work hard at music. I know. You, you, you wouldn't believe it. And he came out and he ended up a guitar man. He was a drummer man. Yeah. He's got a band now called, called Peace Creep, I think. But yeah. It was a trippy album. Yeah. So when you said Toshi, because the time I saw him before that was with the Melvins. They were doing the big yeah. business. Yeah. Yeah, Toshi was playing guitar in big business. Uh, yeah, now the big business has a different guitar player. I think they took the guy from 400 Blows. Is that right? Is that right? Who you? I'm not sure. That guy's from Pedro. Yeah, I'm not Christian? sure. Christian? Christian's awesome, dude. The guitar player. Yeah, guitar Scott. Player. I thought Scott was the only guy left in the band, even the drummer, the Filipino. Yeah, I think Scott. You know, guy got really sick guy. and yeah. he got some adult measles thing. Where he, oh, yeah. Where he couldn't, yeah. He couldn't walk. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Blisters up. on oh, the Yeah, you want to get those things when you're little. Yeah. Indian uh, handcuffs, super, super. But no, they got Trevor Dunn on stand-up bass. Mm-hmm. Melvin's, yeah, they wow. did like 50 gigs in 50 days. 50 gigs in 50 days, yeah, yeah. I love Melvin's. Mel- okay, for, for, Melvin's just did a story for, you know, like there was an article that just came out. And it was the eight bands that influence Melvin's, meaning it was an interview where they said, you know, we've influenced all these bands. Boris named themselves after yeah, Melvin's. Yeah, they're, they're such a huge influence on good music. You know, and I think their first gig was opening for Minutemen. I wouldn't be surprised. It was at the Mountaineer Lodge in Seattle. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But Melvin's named Indian Handcrafts as one of the bands that they're influenced by. Like oh, that's wow. one of their eight favorite. And they play on the record. Eight favorite new bands. Yep. Are they old? Indian Handcrafts? Yeah. No, they're like in their thirties though. They don't see it. They have kids and stuff, which but is why they don't tour. Them. But don't don't tell anyone that's why they don't tour. Oh, okay. I'm trying to get them to. Yeah, you know, but they they're always you know popping out those. And kids. then. Uh, uh, Chelsea Wolf. Oh, she's my. She's. What's she's, her story? She's my female Johnny Cash. She's an incredible. She's from Arkansas. No, she's just an incredible like. Oh, Johnny's. 
she's such a uh, an honest and real like songwriter, and then she's an incredible musician, both electric, acoustic, whatever. She plays guitar. She sings. Where does she come from? She's from Sac, Sacramento. Sac-town. Yep. Okay. She lives now down here. But she's originally from Northern California. She is in an absolutely stunning, stunning voice, and is going to be, you know, have gray hair and still be making records. She's like Kato. She's so full on. She, the record, the the song we played though, it was off her acoustic album, which is which is something that we did as a sort of. She, she was on a terrible label that was fucking the worst. Crook. Um, anyway, so we wanted to kind of have a transition before we put out LP3 and she had all these great songs that were orphans. So we said, you know, we're like, I love the acoustic stuff. Let's show another side of you, you know? So we yeah. did. Well, so that's an acoustic track. Yeah. She's a full on rock band. Yeah. Okay, but this is like the, yeah. Yeah. And so she, uh, so that was from the acoustic album, her new record, which is amazing. And I'll send you when it comes it comes out September 3rd, and that's her rock. You know, that'll be back to, that's full band and the whole spiel. But she's an incredibly good artist that I'm super honored to have Who's in my house. guitar player from there? Uh, Kevin Doctor plays guitar. And, no, but, and but there's a lady plays. guitar player from Sacktown that Nick, Nick Reinhardt told me about. Oh. Zach played with her. Zach played with her? Yeah, kind of. Not Marnie Stern. Yeah. She's from New York. Really? Yeah, yeah. But she was living there or something? No, just Zach, Zach and her used to, she, Zach used to play drums on her records and produce right. her records, but they don't, you know, now that Zach's in Death Grips, he doesn't do anything outside of Death Grips. Oh, okay. So her new record, so she's she on Kill no Rockstar. Con- that was her only connection to Zach. Yeah. Was Zach. Yeah. And Zach was the only Zach. Yeah, yeah. Connect. Yeah, it was a Zach, okay. Zach, Zach. I, mean, I, Zach. I don't know. These are younger people, and yeah. I'm trying to get Yeah, Marnie, Marnie's, love Marnie. She's great. And she, her new record doesn't have Zach on it, and so now she, you know, it's like that's Death like Grips is kill the rapper rappers. guy, right? Yeah, that he's with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They had some drama with the label, I think. Yeah. Big they like they like drama. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> Drama's and fun. And then finally, uh, Bosnian Rainbows. You, you kind of hinted it. it's it's Omar's new band with Terry. It's not. I hate when people say it's Omar's new band. It, it's a band okay, that Terry's came about. Band. Well, it, it's it's Omar D, Terry, and Nikki's band. It, it, you know, it's that thing where you start to groove with people, and before you know it, you're like, "Hey, man, let's do well, songs." Well, I know together. Terry had Arnett playing bass. Arnett. Arnett. Omar, Omar was playing bass. Omar. Well, Omar. Omar Arnett was writing all the songs. Yeah. Well, Omar was playing bass for the Butcherettes. Oh I yeah, saw. Omar discovered Terry, and that's how I met Terry is he found her in Guadalajara yeah. at her, like his friend Cesar who is works with us too you know he 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 was in he was managing or he was he brought Omar to go see La Butcherette's it was just two girls yeah. and there was no electricity and stuff the, it went out so they thought oh the show's gonna get canceled and Terry just grabs a bullhorn and becomes Terry she's yeah. just so naturally and honestly that and he just is like I want to meet those those girls were amazing yeah. so he produced their record and he recorded down in Mexico with them and played bass on it and then introduced them to me and I started managing Terry and the girl left and we first we had Hishki. We had Hishki and Gabe Serbian. Um and and then uh now she's got like the right you know Leah who's a You've met the blonde drummer, fucking Leah Braswell, amazing. Another like prodigy musician to me. 
I met her as a really young girl. She's still you a young girl. Band's still going then. She didn't leave it. Oh no, no, she not at all. She, it's still going. So it's just not touring. touring. Yeah. Okay. So you know, it's there's a new Lubitsch record, which is amazing, and that's going to come out next year when this is all done. Yeah. But we're also talking about putting out a Lubitsch live record. We have a great live recording from Portugal that we're talking about putting out so that. Lubitsch fans because it's got some new songs in it live and then you know while Bosnia Rainbows is touring and doing their thing um, then when that starts to go into you know the next record for them we'll do a Lubitsch tour and we'll put out the record but Lubitsch uh, Leah is a really talented player I met her through some kid that I signed and dropped immediately because he was insane but I got her out of the deal <laughs> I met her and said lose that guy let's go and uh so Omar loved her you know it was actually even Omar's idea like we were talking about drummers he's like what about that girl from you know that band therapy son and I was like oh my god that would be amazing I didn't even know he had clocked watching how good she was you know um, so that's how that's that's that. And Bosnian Rainbows is D'Antoni, one of the greatest drummers on the planet. He drums for Kale, John Kale, Michelle Nadegovagello. Like he is an incredible, fucking legendary, and such a unique drummer. And Omar had always wanted him to be the Mars Volta drummer. He'd always say, "No, you know, like I'm busy. I do other stuff. I don't want to be pinned down. And I, I don't, I don't. I'm not into dictatorship. So I'm not gonna go be someone's bitch. But the last record, he was the drummer. They was a much more collaborative Volta record. He was a drummer, and in that process, Omar and him got really tight again because they can't. Both of them just always making music, and Terry was around because Le Butcherettes was on tour with them, and they just started riffing off each other. And then Nikki, who's really tight with D, and it became this foursome that just loves really works so it's not work you know it's just like natural language amongst them they're crazy to watch when they're all together it's like watching these like four naughty kids just laughing and having the best time i'm like they're like little kids now you know yeah, it's like they thing, found their little soulmates you know yeah but did uh it wreck mars volta um pacific kind of said something like that yeah i mean uh, that's such a personal thing. Like that's two brothers, like who really are like love each other, and and that was a hard thing. Like you know, Omar doesn't go on Twitter and Facebook and all that shit, and to find out that uh, Cedric she basically <laughs> went on Twitter and broke up Mars Volta because that wasn't the agreement. You know, the agreement amongst them was, hey, let's have time off. Let's each do our own thing and kind of get headspace away from the Volta. Like let's let's like renew our friendships by getting away from each other for a little while. And then Bosnian, you know, we put out the first single, Enemy, it was the day we put out the first single, and Enemy was like, new song from Omar, you know, his new band, and he just went on Twitter and said, fuck him, you know, it was sad, and I don't want to talk about it because it's not anyone's business, and oh, they love each other, no, brother so Matt, one, one day they're going to get back together in some way, that's all I can say, I don't know when it will be. Brother Matt's got this part of the show where he does music on the fly. Go for it. It's Brother Matt's spin cycle. So uh, Sweet. Uh, I didn't want to bog us down too much with that stuff. Yeah, good. They're both beautiful guys. They are both beautiful guys. So, Brother Matt. Got a little fresh bongle to start things off. Some sp- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
this is a story about a museum of consciousness.
Suicide Kid. I can see myself now. After all these suicide days and nights. Being wheeled out of one of those sterile rest homes. Of course, this is only if I get famous and lucky a subnormal and bored nurse. There I am, sitting upright in my wheelchair, almost blind, eyes rolling backward into the dark part of my skull, looking for the mercy of death. Isn't it a lovely day, Mr. Bukowski? Oh, yeah, yeah. The children walk past, and I don't even exist. And 
lovely women walk by with big hot hips and warm buttocks and tight hot everything praying to be loved and I don't even exist it's the first sunlight we've had in three days Mr. Bukowski oh yeah yeah there I am, sitting upright in my wheelchair, myself whiter than the sheet of paper, bloodless, brain gone, gamble gone. Me, Bukowski, gone. Is it a lovely day, Mr. Bukowski? Oh, yeah, yeah. Pissing in my pajamas, slop drooling out of my mouth. Two young schoolboys run by. Hey, did you see that old guy? Christ, yes, he made me sick. threats to do so. Somebody else has committed suicide for me. At last, the nurse stops the wheelchair and breaks a rose from a nearby bush. Puts it in my hand. I don't even know what it is. It might as well be my pecker for all the good it does. Suicide Kid. I can see myself now. After all these suicide days and nights, being wheeled out of one of those sterile restaurants. Of course, this is only if I get famous and lucky. By a subnormal and bored nurse. There I am, sitting upright in my wheelchair, almost blind, eyes rolling backward into the dark part of my skull, looking for the mercy of death. Isn't it a lovely day, Mr. Bukowski? Oh, yeah, yeah. Children walk past and I don't even exist. And lovely women walk by with big hot hips and warm buttocks. And tight hot everything. Praying to be loved. And I don't even exist.
And overseas tonight, anti-government demonstrators in Egypt exploding government you know, shut down the internet, cell phones,
So much. What was your inspiration? Well, it has uh, that motivation. The fresh bongle and, and uh, Bukowski mashup. I yeah. want to slip in there, and then the rest was just kind of f- for uh, when I was putting the songs on there. I was checking out the Madness and Turkey, uh, whatever right. was on there. They got some protests. Istanbul and, uh, and people, Ankara. People, the people are, are upset. Screwed. Yeah, and they want the boss to listen up, and he wants to. Hose them down. Hose them down. And we're at the end of the second hour. June 12, 2013 edition of Pedro Shar guest, Kathy Pella from Sergeant House. More with her. Hold tight. Hour three. June 12, 2013. It's third hour. What from Pedro Show.
from Pedro Show. Third hour started off with This Town Needs Guns and a tune called Left Line. Uh, you started to say something about these cats. I saw them play with Terra Melos. Uh, who else did I see? Boris? <coughs> yep, Boris. We had five. Bands, we had we had five five bands playing. Oh, saw we saw Hishki's Evie Kane, which was great. I saw the end of him, but they were on the show right before. Yep. They drove up from Pedro. Yep, yep. So it was uh, Evie Kane. Yeah, big j- drummer man. Yeah, John. Yeah, he's great. That's a fun band. We had uh, Who's bo- the, the girlfriend's the drummer lady. The girlfriend's the drummer lady, isn't she? Of who? Of which one? Hishki or the drummer? No, John. There's John's another girlfriend? connection. Yeah, yeah, they were telling me. I can't remember, so I don't want to pass know. on any inaccurate information. Yeah, yeah no. The t- but this uh, town needs guns. Now called TTNG. TTNG. Just <laughs> for short, and to not right. get brutalized. Yeah, because I, I, well, I asked one of them, the mustache man. He's new, and he never liked that name. And, He's like, uh, people don't get that old joke, you know. Uh, I said, well, this town maybe might not. Need any? Need more. Not yeah. any more. I call him this town needs grapefruits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been robbed here in Pedro with the gun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in fact, I told him that, and he said, "What was it like?" <laughs> said, "Not too happy." Yeah, I was really scared. He was young. Yeah, that was the night we had a like a full on Sergeant House bill on both floors. Boris marriages and yeah, and death heaven on Echoplex, and then Terramelos and. This Town Needs Guns and Evie Kane, who aren't mine, but are very good friends, and I love them. Um, or Hishki Hish- is, is my... It, it used to I live at Sergeant House. Well, they didn't have the guitar man, but their Sacktown band. <clears throat> or actually, out, he's not. He's from Nebraska originally, via yeah. Chicago. And, yeah. But but the other two guys are. Yeah. And, uh, actually, they weren't from the town. They're outside. Grass Valley. Right, like the Terramelos guys were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. boys. Yeah. They call the valley or something. They, yeah, Grass uh, Valley. Yeah. yeah, with Jonathan Richmond. That's where Spencer from Hella lives too. Yeah. US fifty. It's on the way to Reno and Tahoe. Uh-huh. What's it called? I eighty. Uh, Daughter Pass. Oh yeah, yeah. That can be iced up in August. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it can be iced up in August. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nevada, they had to get Chinese guys to build the railroad. Nobody could build that railroad when we were trying to uh, connect the whole dealio. uh, I saw the Grateful Dead play Donner Pass one time. They said it was the highest the dead's ever been. Wow. (laughs) The highest the dead's ever been. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. I saw this. Somebody showed me a video about Jerry talking about punk rockers. You know I made a documentary. Or New Waivers. You know I made a... Maybe he said punk. I, do, I made a, the, a documentary called Tie-Dyed about, I went on tour for six, whole summer tour, the last awesome. tour of the Grateful Dead. I made a documentary about the Deadheads. Cool. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. I tripped a lot. How long ago? It's fun. I was 92, 91. Were you, you were like a spinner? <laughs> no, I wasn't at all. I was a, fil- I was a filmmaker, and, and I just actually thought it was incredible, like, the the subculture that they had created, yeah, I thought, culture. was amazing. Yeah, hundred shows. So it was it was it was really fun. <laughs> ah, right, brother Really fun. You hear that? Hundred shows. Yeah. Hey, man, that's how it, that's how it worked. There hasn't been a band like that since. You know, where it's just like became this. They were the first ones to understand. Like, give your music away, and you'll have people at your shows. Mm-hmm. 
So that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Oh, like, what's the difference, Sergeant House? Hey, man, you let people hear the music, and your shows will get filled when you're a good band. Create where, a vibe. Create a vibe. From? Grateful Dead. Yeah, right. What what name? I guess My name? The, they were the Warlocks, right? Oh, they were called the Warlocks. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Sergeant yeah. House. Yeah. Sergeant House is the name of my house. We talked enough about Grateful Dead. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Sergeant House is named after the actual house. I live in a 1920s, like, old, crazy, you know, four-story house in the Some hills. Some guy named Sergeant built it? No, it's, on, it's, it's, it's a historical house, and it's... A historical name was Sergeant House. Cause it must it was have like, been some family name, maybe. Yeah. Because it it's not spelled like the military. No, it's spelled S-A-R-G-E-N-T. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that clears up that mystery. Because, uh, you know, the logo some cat hanging from puppet strings. No, that's... <laughs> kind of scary. Omar and Sony, Sonny made that. That's the new logo. And that's because they yeah. said, you're fucking fearless. You'll jump... You'll, like, you'll just go for oh, it. Oh, okay. And so they just had the falling man, so like, no, not afraid to jump. You know, if George really saw somebody picking their ass, he'd go, hand puppet. Hand puppet. <laughs> <laughs> it's your own hand puppet. Yeah. So tell us about the, this town, or TTNG. They're the only England band you have. Uh, they're the only English band I have. They're actually coming back in October. With, How'd you find them? I found them a long time ago. Um, I signed them a long time ago. Um, just what, her, 18th her, century? I mean, it's a long time. Well, yeah, I mean, I've only been a late, you know, I didn't even start putting out records till 2006. And then, and and really didn't put any other records out till 2008. And I put theirs out, which had come out in England. And I just had heard it, and I thought they were really great, and I saw Oh, this is when they were the four-piece. Yeah, and had the different singers. So I've put out Animals, and I put out a seven-inch of theirs, uh, which was the last one with Stu singing, and now this new record with Henry. How did Henry. you find out? Were they teenagers then? Yeah, I'm good at that. I mean, look wow. at Henry. Henry, yeah. I found him at 16. I, I just well, find really... he was asking really... to get in on a gig, so part of it's his fault. I know. Well, I was... Hey, man, it, that's how things happen, you know? It's like, yeah, right. when you're not looking for it is when the beautiful gifts arrive, you know? It's like, if you're out, you know, there's bands... It's, Trying to get last week's They're constantly begging week. me. They almost turn me off, you know, before I even can hear them, you know? I, I got to hear things naturally for it to, like... And, and it's so instant for me. It takes me 30 seconds of the first song, and I'm in it. Were you over there? Did they send you a tape, or...? I had heard about them word of mouth. They were playing okay. with fans of mine, and I checked them out, and I liked them, and and uh, and yeah, they they liked what I had. So, you know, they like Terramelos. Like they they have that mathy vibe, maps analysis I had. So it was like they're in that same school. So kind of yeah. Well, more maps and atlases than Terramelos. Yeah, but, maybe. Yeah, but they I have their say. again. Everyone, they're all unique, you know. So yeah, I don't like to have. The, I don't have. Band. I don't have. You know, duplicate bands. Or not one band, one sound. Many yeah, bands. I don't have duplicate bands. So and so I've been with or them for branding, a long time. Uh, sound of the label. Huh? Yeah, I don't like that. The, yeah, the, me either. My, the branding What's of the my VSS label is. About? Dude, VSS is one of the best punk bands ever. I reissued Nervous Circuits. It's Sonny K, who used to own GSL. He was also in uh, Angel Hair. And then Dave Clifford, who was the drummer in Red Sparrows, he was in... Red he was Sparrows in this, again. Yeah, he was, he was the drummer in VSS. Therefore, this record came out in, like, 97. And I reissued oh, a special reissue on vinyl. And it's freaking amazing. It's very much the band that knows for blood so is influenced. People. Super, lots of synths. It was, they, you know, it was like back in the day that like they'd be playing with like Fugazi and shit like that. Sonny was, 
they were from Colorado. Um, it's awesome. Oh, they were Colorado people. What they yeah. ended up moving here. Sonny moved here and started Gold Standard Labs. Yeah. You know, and you know the label Omar used to have with them, and that's how I met Omar. But yeah, VSS was Sonny's band when he was you know a youngster, okay. and it's. It's fucking one of my favorite bands. So this is so actually I reissued, stuff that we just I reissued okay. this record, and this is a new. This is a song from uh, from now, Nervous Circuits. Uh, so uh, yeah, Death Scene by the VSS. Fucking great. And uh, Melodic by Russian Circles. They're Seattle. Melodic is a uh, Russian Circles are actually two guys are from Chicago, and Bassman Ryan, again, massive fan of yours, and freaking amazing bassman. He was in a band called Botch, and then he was in a band called These Arms Are Snakes, which was one of my bands. And Russian Circles wanted to get rid of their bass player, and they and I put them together, saying, "Hey, maybe Brian can play bass on your record, and we'll figure out who's going to be the bass player." And they ended up like having such band. a good time. They yeah. just and now they're just they're just that's just the unit. And now These Arms Are Snakes are no more, and that's his only band. And uh, it's an incredible trio. He now lives, he was from Seattle though. Yeah. So, but now he's moved to New York. So that's Chicago and, and Brian's in New York now. And they just finished recording at Electrical in Chicago. Steve Albini. Well, they didn't do it with Albini. They did it with... But Bra it's a studio. Yeah, Bra Brandon Curtis, who's done their last three albums, who's the cat in yeah. uh, Interpol and he's in Secret Machines. It's his band. They did it. And Greg Norman was engineer who uh, just did my native record, good dude out of Chicago, really good engineer, works at Electrical and produces and mixes and stuff too. But he was the engineer and Brandon Curtis produced it and that new record comes out in October and they're just monsters. They're, they're one of my favorite, all-time favorite bands of all time. Okay. Also instrumental, very heavy. Right, right. Like, I, but like classical music. To me, they're modern-day Wagner, you know. Yeah, sort of like uh, Godspeed. Three-piece. Black yeah, different though. I mean, again, I don't, yeah, I don't I'm, pick stuff that sounds like anybody when, when else. Say they were exactly to like me, them, they're, they're it's big. yeah, epic and you know, instrumental, just powerhouse. Cinematic. Yeah, so cinematic, so yeah. cinematic. And then finally, another tune from Mylets. Because he's my kid. Hungover Tehran. Has, has yeah. he been to Tehran before? No, Hungover Tehran is from a different song. from from a different EP. But I just think the kid is like. He's he, he's some he's an artist I'm so freaking excited about. He's just so talented and and so like I I'm excited to see. No, where, it's where he you goes. brought all this music. Yeah, I I got some we're gonna play here, some new stuff that I found. Sweet. And so it'll be our last bit of music, and then we'll talk nice. again one more. Love. 
Country is beat down. All we get from life is dashed hopes, mangled and bungled dreams. Is this good or bad? Not a sin, but it's 
stuff I got that's new uh, Snore with Country Beat Down after that life from Spielgusher Take in Bob Pollard A uh, Few Things at Once new album by Holly Reeve bass band from uh, Scotland 
Work Your Brains Out by Glimpse Trio, Walking by Solo Music. I tell you, you didn't see her. Right, right, right. right. No, I didn't see her either. Swampland, Best Laid Plans. Uh, Frightwig, they're back. Eric, uh, Eric Drew Feldman did their new uh, Crazy World. Used to play with those guys 20 years ago. They're back. Eric Drew Feldman produced And finally, Trashy Talk with the Bottle of Corn. For the man, let's thank our guest, Kath, for coming yeah, aboard, nice bringing all this bitch of music. Thank you, guys. Briefly, future, more good music. Nothing but good music. Advice to somebody getting into this racket? Be good, be unique, don't don't steal other people's shit and then do it worse. Okay. It's my advice. Like <laughs> Even real. That. Right. And I wish you so much luck with the Sergeant House and all the bands and everybody with their uh Journeys, Thank finding you. their inner voices, and helping you helping them out. You, you've been path. such a huge inspiration to so many of my players. I'll tell you, because you're you're an incredible player, but you also you just down to earth, and that's our biggest philosophy, as well as you know, good pe- not just good musicians, good people. That's what Sergeant House is, like <laughs> you, <laughs> like the Watt bass man. <laughs> Thanks, God. You know. Brother Matt, thank you for your always essential Ooh. aiding and abetting. Pleasure. I'm going to see you in a few weeks because i got to go tours. But it's really been our honor to have you aboard, Kat. Thanks yeah, for letting me way. into the Love Grotto. Brother Matt's going to leave the Love Grotto. Yep, getting off the island. You're to another island. <laughs> All right. But you'll be back when I'm back, middle yeah, of yeah, July. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I'm, I got asked to play on the new El May album oh, cool. when I come back. Cool. Okay. Everybody's been June 12, 2013 edition of Wofford Peters Show. Thanks again, Kath, for coming aboard. Brother Matt, everybody keep your powder dry. Yeah.